This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. I am interviewing this go-getter 17 year old jada jones and we connected because she actually needed a mentor for her senior school projects and she was living in the charlotte area and asked me if i could be her mentor for this project it was all about people who are not going to college right after high school and are taking more non-traditional routes and even though i did go to college i am now kind of working in a non-traditional job so she just wanted me to kind of give her some insight, give her any advice. And she was trying to go into more of the entertainment industry, dancing industry. She also does YouTube and she also has a podcast. Our podcast episode went up a few weeks ago, but I'm going to have a link down below so you guys can listen to it because I was actually on her podcast. She really is the epitome of your age does not matter. You can do whatever you want. She's such a go-getter. She's a really cool YouTube channel where she vlogs with her friends and she vlogs just like normal day in the life type stuff. And then she also dances and teaches dance classes. She's into theater. Like she's into all of that stuff. And she also has a podcast, which I think is not heard of, of a lot of 17 year olds. So I love that. And yeah, she's just kind of figuring out what to do with her with her life after high school and we just kind of talked about it and I just thought it gave a lot of insight also on what high schoolers are doing today and I literally sound like a 50 year old woman saying that and I'm cringing saying it but I am 23 I've been out of high school for five years not that much has changed but yet a lot has changed when I was in high school social media was not really a thing it was don't get me wrong people still did have Instagram and stuff but Instagram didn't start becoming popular probably until my junior year of high school so I've only had it for two years and it was still in the baby stages of it so it wasn't what it was today and I really just wanted to ask her questions on what high school was like and what it's like today so I just think it's really interesting it gave me a lot of insight and it was just nice sitting down with a friend and having that conversation so I really really did love that and appreciate that and before we get into the episode I did want to shout out the reviewer of the week I want to tell you guys thank you because your reviews do not go unnoticed they are so noticed and just thank you so much for leaving them and today's reviewer of the week is from M. Cecile, and she says, this podcast is very inspiring and motivational. I love listening to it in the morning when I get ready or when I'm on my way to work. Not only does it help me wake me up and get my brain going, but it also motivates me to be productive. I would 10 out of 10 recommend listening to this podcast. Well, this episode is going to be one of those that makes you feel productive because you're going to see Jada, who is in high school, striving to do all of these things that she loves and you guys are definitely going to be motivated to do that too because no matter how old you are you can do it 
And I don't know, I just find that really inspiring. So thank you also for your review. It means so much to me, but I also want to know where you guys listen to podcasts, like not Spotify or Apple, but where do you listen to them in the car? Where are you listening to this? Are you working out? Are you just chilling? I would love to know. I normally listen to them while I'm walking or in the car or actually not really in the car anymore because I don't really have a car anymore. So I've been kind of go, go, go. So on planes, while I'm walking in New York City when I'm there, if I'm walking to get something, um, I also just listen to them in my room, like while I'm getting ready. I love listening to podcasts, but anyways, let me know and you can post it in the private Facebook page. And again, if you guys are not part of the private Facebook page, be sure to join that because it's just a great resource for you guys to network and connect with one another and follow us on Instagram so that you guys are always notified when there's a new podcast episode or follow me personally on Instagram, Natalie Barbu, because I always notify you guys as well. But anyways, let's just get into this episode of the Real Real Podcast. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. 
Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey, Jada. So Hi, what's up? <laughs> we are going to start with setting the record straight, and this is just when you tell me true or false, or you tell me if it's a stereotype, or if it's not a stereotype, or not true, or whatever you want to set the record straight on. There's a lot of pressure to go straight into college after high school. Um, I say true. I think that so many school districts and just I think the school system as a whole almost pressures college into being the only option that students have. And yeah, so I feel like that's super true. And it mm-hmm. kind of sucks because, um, yeah, because they're always pushing the SATs and ACTs and like, you got to do this and that and this and like apply for this, like no be too late to apply for this scholarship. And they never really say there's options. Like some kids want to go into the military. Like yeah. I have friends that want, like are literally going to the military and um, yeah, they're just never, they never th- explore those other options. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. And most people in high school don't know what they want to do later in life true it's very very true i think even college students can say the same thing because like just the post-grad life in general like i think that no matter if you're in college high school what middle school you just you never kind of know what you want to do you know so yeah that's just that's yeah that's kind of everyone and i feel like it's okay to not know because i mean it's life it's like a part of life it's okay not to know i think just avidly being able to explore your options is better than just sitting around and doing nothing so like it's okay to not know what you want to do but exploring things that you want to do is better than just sitting around and doing nothing yeah yeah. I completely agree and there's a lot of pressure in high school so this is just in general societal pressure any type of pressure these are all true (laughs) very true um yeah I think there's a mostly there's a lot of pressure from teachers and parents especially and I think that's just because you're surrounded by these people every single day and you kind of don't know otherwise so when there is talk about not going to college and not taking the typical career path I think people get scared especially kids because I mean like what we're like 16 17 18 Mm -hmm. years old and we're like expected to either jump into college or jump into the real world and the real world's scary if you don't know what you want to do you know so yeah there's just pressure all around and I think it'd be better if, like, counselors and teachers and whatnot, like, if everyone, like, actually just explored other options and, like, yeah. let kids decide what they wanted to do. Yeah, you they know? do treat it like there's only one option. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and that's just not true. And yeah. and it makes you yeah. feel like you're a failure if you don't go into that one option. Yeah, and, like, and it, like there's so many things you can do. There's so many jobs these days that don't require a degree, um, that don't even require a high school, like, <laughs> degree, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, at this point, it's it's more about your work ethic and just kind of being open to all of your options yeah yeah and there is a lot of drama in high school um is there like a sometimes option because like I think I think (laughs) I mean yeah okay so like I went to an art school so there was 
our drama was not stereotypical high school drama that yeah, like what is I drama would, in it's just ugly it's just funny it's just really funny because it's more like people are fighting for roles and like it's literally like, like it's literally gross yes <laughs> you've got your Sherpays, you've got your gabriellas you've got some moniques like you've got you just got like a little bit of everyone <laughs> i don't know i think drama is just kind of what you made it like yeah. make what you make it and like because i graduated high school early it's like i jumped from a, one different class to a whole other different graduating class so like i left my entire junior class and had to lose a lot of friends along the way this year and like just that drama like i literally just chose to exclude myself from it yeah. so i didn't have drama you know i didn't have so put myself in drama so i just left like i literally just left <laughs> so, so yeah so yeah there's drama but like you kind of just you make you it what you make it you can take yourself it. out of it you mm-hmm. don't have to like you know like heat the fire and like yeah. whatever but yeah and most people move away after high school to a different state or a different city um that's a that's a halfway type thing because Mm -hmm. i think a lot of kids feel safer because a lot of kids go to college first of all just to move away from parents so that's one thing so even if they're like slightly away from the house and they're moved out they don't care so they're gonna just stay in state and just do in-state college so it doesn't matter but kids well especially well at like my art school like the kids want to move to New York and kids want to move like other places to like explore their like musical theater or whatever and like whatever so like people like to also study abroad so it's not really more of like a in-state out-of-state thing it's just kind of like what people choose to do and where it just kind of takes them so yeah. yeah people want to go to like the top conservatories for musical theater and like like there's Pace in New York and there's like um there's just different places like Boston Conservatory like there's lots of like yeah. arts places and like arts colleges so people tend to drift towards those places more um unless they just want to stay in-state and study completely completely something different you know yeah yeah. I have at least my high school was more traditional it was a public school it wasn't an art school or anything Mm. but we had most people staying in state just because in state is cheaper it is cheaper yes and yeah honestly it's probably the main reason why Mm -hmm. it's just because it's cheaper which makes sense so Mm. I was just wondering if I guess an art school is different if most people go out of state because like there's not many art schools Mm -hmm. in North Carolina Yeah, there's not yeah I mean or I don't know a lot of kids do Actually, it's, it's kind of shocking because a lot of kids don't even want to study musical theater who are musical theater majors. Really? They Yeah, they actually, they want to do nursing and like other things. It's just that this is what kind of kept them going for so long. So they just want to finish senior year strong with where they already were. So there's no point in moving to like another high school and then graduating from there. So they just graduated from Northwest and then um, just went ahead and just did what they wanted to do. Like whether, whether that was in state or out of state. So, yeah. yeah. And now tell us about yourself. So I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because Jada, if you guys didn't know, I she just DM'd me and asked me if I could <laughs> what be like your like senior a mentor, mentor, yeah, for yeah. like my graduation project. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. So I really want to tell, let people hear about you, mm-hmm. and I feel like you're so motivating for oh, a 17 year old. You're 17. Yeah, right? I'm 17. Just for a 17 year old, I feel like you're so inspiring and motivating, and you have your head on right, and Thank you're mature you. for your age. So I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. Also to one inspire people but also i love hearing the differences of kind of high school today versus five years ago when i was in high school i feel like there's been such a shift with social media Mm -hmm. so i'm excited to kind of hear your take on it Mm -hmm. and also your take on what you want to do later in life but Mm -hmm. before that just tell us about yourself who you are give yourself a little spiel okay so all right my name's jada um yeah that's 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 the basics of it um yeah so i'm 17 like natalie just said um i went to an art school my entire life um but my previous 
high school that I just graduated from was a middle and high school. So um, yeah, I've been there my entire life. I studied musical theater and dance, and that's what I majored in for six years, um, seven years. Just kidding. Wait, no, six years. I graduated a year early. Oh bless. I like. I just. I keep forgetting that. So like, it just changes everything. But yeah. So I studied there for six years. So now I'm just kind of pursuing the not college career path. I just want to go ahead and see where that kind of takes me. Hopefully, I plan to move soon and just kind of get things like rolling that way because that's exactly what I want to do. But that comes with a lot of just hard work and just staying motivated like because I don't know like when you go to college I feel like people have a sense of purpose for the next four Mm -hmm. years and like I've been getting just so much anxiety about like what am I gonna do like I'm in the real world now like there's no going back to like readmit me into my senior year like in high school you know not that I'd ever want to do that but (laughs) um but just like there's no going back and it's kind of just moving forward from here so with that comes just a lot of anxiety of, of like about am I going to be successful? Like, what am I going to do? What's the next step? I don't want to go broke. Like, I don't have a degree. But at the same time, it's like people have done it before. And like with my intentions and motivations, like I can pretty much do the same thing, you know? That's such a good mindset to have also because you are so young also, so you don't have that much to lose. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you go into it thinking I'm going to be successful, you're, it's, so much easier to be successful because mm-hmm. when you go into something and you're like um, I probably won't succeed what makes you think that you will you know it's yeah. a lot about mindset and you're already setting yourself up for failure if you think go into it thinking mm-hmm. that it's gonna fail yeah so you're going into the real world quote-unquote and with the intention of no I'm gonna make it mm-hmm. like that's why I'm not going to college is to make right. it so I think that you're gonna be totally fine and it's so good to have that <laughs> mindset going into it because you're just setting yourself up mm-hmm. for success really yeah. I think I don't know I think that there's just a lot of like self-deprecating like ness going oh, on totally. there so like so many kids are like yeah I kind of suck I can't do this I can't do that and I don't think it's an arrogant or cocky thing because that's the worst like I just don't like people like that you know and mm-hmm. I don't like to drift towards that so I don't know I feel like towards people sometimes like I may come across as that because they're like oh you think you're too good enough for college like you're too good for this you're too good I'm just like no like it's it's not like that you know but I mean those are just people who are really insecure which kind of sucks to say but it's like they don't have enough drive in themselves in order to like see that there are other options but like because I found that other option it almost like pisses people off because they're like oh like I can't you know like you can do that I can't you know type thing and yeah well anytime you do anything that people are not doing and Mm -hmm. then what's not the norm you're gonna get hate yes oh my gosh no matter what it is it literally does not matter what it is Mm -hmm. for me in high school it was i started a youtube channel and this Mm -hmm. was during the time when youtube was not a thing at all like no one was even getting paid on youtube so i was starting youtube simply out of pure fun and a hobby and Mm -hmm. people thought it was so weird and people did not like me for Mm -hmm. that or maybe not did not like me but they just would make fun of me be like oh why are you putting yourself on the internet like Mm -hmm. who cares what you think why do you think people have to care what you think you know that sort (laughs) of thing and so anytime you do anything different people are going to give you hate just Mm -hmm. keep that in mind so the fact that you're not going to college even though it doesn't affect anyone else's life Mm -hmm. it's you're still going to get hate for it because it's just not what normal normal what's the norm sadly but yeah it's true yeah Also, I wanted to mention something that you had pointed out. Everyone has self-depreciating humor, Mm -hmm. and that's so popular now, and I think it needs to stop. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like it comes from a deeper... Yes, because I I don't know. I I get exactly what you're saying, and I think 
it is funny sometimes. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Like it is funny to be like, mm, I hate myself. Oh my god, you know. But like, I think that that kind of starts manifesting into yes. itself because like I study law of attraction and like I do all that stuff too. So it's like when you keep putting that out into the universe, like it's gonna smack you right back in the face, and that's exactly what you're gonna think about yourself. And like, I mean, yeah, it is funny sometimes. But there's a point where it's like have some faith in yourself sister right? like you know what i'm saying so yeah also it's like okay if you keep joking that you hate yourself and that you're a failure or like joking that you're dumb yeah. or you're never gonna amount to anything or whatever it is what makes you think other people are going are gonna to see that value in you yeah, yeah. no yeah people are gonna so believe true. what you say and eventually you're gonna start believing what mm-hmm. you say so yeah. i think it's people that joke around about hating themselves and i get that it is a type of humor mm-hmm. and that maybe in certain situations like that's how some comedians are mm-hmm. whatever it is but i think it's really harmful in general yeah yeah because you do start believing that and then you also let other people believe that mm-hmm. too yeah because i don't know i don't like hanging out with negative people either, either yeah. i feel like i like hanging out with people that are motivating mm-hmm. that are inspiring that's why i feel like when me and you first met we bonded so much oh yeah yeah that's crazy yeah we're like so yeah we just got some coffee and like just chatted and it was just so like chill i didn't have to like try hard to like be your friend you know like and you were just so like easy like it was just so like it just it was just like an easy environment you know like there was no like you know what I'm saying? And we were both yeah. like inspiring each other, like, oh no, mm-hmm. th- you should do this, you should do yeah. that. Or and you, you were, were telling you me- didn't you were about to start your podcast. Yeah. That was that was the day you first recorded your first episode. I remember you said in your first episode, you were like, I just met up with someone today. That was me. So oh, I was like, yeah. That, so I was like, yeah. Like she definitely was like she just did it, and like now here we are. So like there we go. That is so funny. Yeah. I was I didn't even have a podcast then. I just had yeah. started it. So I feel like hanging out with people that are positive and mm-hmm. inspire you is just so much better for honestly your mental state. Yeah too instead mm-hmm. of hanging out with people that constantly like crap bring on you themselves down. yeah and like bring you down like with yeah. that yeah yeah because so. then when you hang out with people that are like oh i'm so ugly i'm i hate myself i'm so stupid you feel bad when you're like i actually think yeah that i think i'm, I'm not that I'm bad decent. yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah like you were you're saying it's like, like oh you're cocky then. yeah exactly yeah. so then you uh, you don't want that to like radiate onto you and then you start emitting those vibes and then you emit that onto someone else and then you emit that onto you know it's like it just have good vibes and like literally just have good vibes and spread that around <laughs> like it's just that simple you know so, really yeah. it really is <laughs> and why did you decide to go to art school okay high school yeah or so, middle school too yeah let me see okay so uh, okay so what in elementary school those dates all the way back but um my parents put me into an art school first so i was already in a magnet school in kindergarten so i was already studying like dance and like art and like all this stuff and like um especially in elementary school um and these two elementary schools there was two specific elementary schools in my school district that led up to the school that i went to so these schools like kind of fed into the high school that i went into if that makes any sense so like they would come and recruit at these two specific schools so i was part of one of the elementary schools that kind of fed into the high school so they were always kind of um saying hey you guys should come here audition here and i and you would fill out these sheets and there were majors there's like chorus apparel dance musical theater art um band like there's so many things that you can do and i was like what do i do because i know that i was definitely going to go there i wasn't going to go to my home school so um Mm. that's why so i was just automatically kind of driven to go there because it was just kind of what i knew and i knew i wanted to do it because i fell in love with musical theater and dance especially in elementary school so yeah nice and why'd you decide not to go to college so i decided not to go to college for several reasons i should say why did you decide to enter more like pursue your passion instead because there is other options right only option is not just going to college right. so why did you decide what you did i decided to do what i did because um uh, several reasons actually so for one um i think it's 
a better financial choice, especially for me and, like, my artistic choice um I feel like I could use that money that like I could have used on college to like get a mentor and like to get this and that like from people who actually made it in the industry and at this point it sucks to say but it's about networking sometimes it doesn't even matter how talented you are I've seen some pretty bad things you know what I'm saying (laughs) so like it sometimes it doesn't matter how good you are at this point sometimes it's just about who you know who you meet so it's like you just need to keep meeting people Mm because the more people you know the more people they can connect you with and all that stuff and I just found it smarter because I think four years in college like knowing my passion is musical theater and dance and just performing knowing that that is my passion I think that I would have almost wasted time in college because you're only young for so long I'm 17 when I'm 18 I'm already going to be in like the prime mindset like this year just graduating early just gives me time to kind of explore all of my options that I do have and um when I do turn 18 it's just going to be so much easier to just jump into that because like now I'm legal I can kind of do what like I need to do like without like labor laws and like all that stuff you know what I'm saying so it's like it's just going to be easier to go ahead and jump into that so I mean I'm only young for so long like if I would have stayed in college I would have graduated like uh 21 I think yeah so Mm -hmm. 21 and like I think that that like I just want to start early like I have no idea where these other four years could have taken me and college is always going to be there yeah no matter what this prime time for when I'm 18 is not always going to be there so especially with what you want to do you're Mm -hmm. not saying oh I don't want to go to college but you know what I want to work for a really prestigious Mm -hmm. law firm that's not what you're saying exactly (laughs) yeah you're saying you don't want to go to college because you want to focus on your career Mm -hmm. which you very well could do without a degree honestly Mm -hmm. I think most people that you aspire to be didn't go to college yeah so really I I personally think that you're making a right the right choice Mm -hmm. and also student loans are not fine yeah the debt that you will Mm -hmm. accumulate a lot or not that you will accumulate but that a lot of people accumulate going into college is not is sometimes I feel like you could have gotten to where you needed to be Mm -hmm. without all of that yeah and I feel like people need to realize that like we like you were saying there is another option it's Mm -hmm. not just oh go to a four-year school get your bachelor's you can get an internship you can do so many things like you can you could get an internship for some financial corporate or like whatever you want to do there's so many options for what you want to do that doesn't include college you just need to be willing to explore those otherwise you're just never going to know and you just kind of drift along with the path and a lot of kids waste their like freshman years in college because I mean you're not really even studying your major yet so it's just kind of like a free-for-all not living with the parents first you know like just kind of seeing what what's around and like yeah that's all cool and fun and like I I, maybe I just grew up too early and I'm just like not like the complete let's go all out type thing but like I mean there's a balance you it's good to have a balance of that and um I feel like I just know that if I went to college I'd be going for the wrong reason you know and I am not trying to say like oh I'm Mm anti-college I'm anti-education no I think college is very 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 useful yeah it's so important Mm -hmm. But I think that there should be other options, that it's not the only choice. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get across because I don't want it to seem like, oh, I hate college. No one should go. Yeah, same for me. Yeah, so many people just think that like, oh, you're anti-college. You just think you're better than... I genuinely do not think that. I just think that... it's okay to make other decisions. We're not anti-education, and I think people always mistake that, like, I just don't care about school anymore. That's completely false. I just, I always say this to people, but, like, I want to study what I want to study when I want to study it, and sometimes that doesn't include math and science and, like, whatever. Like, if it does, like, I'm a psychologist, like, expert. Like, I love psychology so much, and, like, I'm a nerd for that kind of stuff, you know, but, like, I can 
definitely say that I can learn half the things that were learned in college on Google. Like, we have yeah. the internet, and we have technologies these days, and it's like, I don't want to get ripped off for something that I know I could learn in, like, half the time, over half the cost, and, like, still be fulfilled from learning that, you know? So, like, I want to learn because, like, I want to fulfill myself, not because I need to get, like, this, sh- like, sh- slip of paper that, like, deems that, like, I got a degree, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And how are your parents with this? I feel like a lot of people that mm. choose, I guess, a different quote-unquote path, um, their parents, there's a lot of pushback from people in their lives. But how would you say that you, people in your life were? I think when I first kind of told them, hey, I'm graduating early, they were like, yeah, go, go for it. Like, cool, that's awesome. They were all, they're, they've always been supportive. There's never been a moment where they were like, they doubted my decision. Mm-hmm. I think they were hesitant because, I mean, their teenage daughter is saying that she doesn't want to go to college, but, like, what is she going to do with that time, you know? So, like, there's yeah. always, like, that sense of worry about, like, are you sure you don't want to go to college? Are you sure? Because, I mean, like, I, I totally understand that, but I think I'm so grateful for the fact that my parents kind of didn't push their beliefs on me because, yeah, I think they'd be great to, like, for them to see me go to college, and I think that they would have loved that. But I think that I, I've gone to a point where I kind of prove myself to them that, like, I, they know that I can make it and do what I need to do. Um, so, like, they've just never enforced it and kind of believed in me the entire time. And, like, now it's, like, not even a question. They just know I'm not going. They know that I'm going to move and, like, do what I need to do. And they know I'm probably going to make it, you know? Like, yeah. And, like, that's just a good sense of support to have. It's so important to yeah. have support. Yeah. It would be so hard to do something mm-hmm. and have everyone against you or yeah. everyone not and I didn't know that like so many kids at my school like I've had this conversation with so many people because so basically I did my graduation project on this like I did it on not pursuing the four-year college career path and like again like that's how I met Natalie and um I told her that like um I was doing this because uh, I teach dance classes um in my community and like a lot of teens from my school come and like we just have like a lot of fun at the studio so um when I do teach I did teach this one class and it was more of a master class about my graduation project where I kind of explained why I started these dance classes and what I'm doing with my future path and so many kids I had a survey of like all the kids and like it was just this uh, google doc that like I typed up with like questions about like do your parents support you if you don't go to college and like just a lot of like Q&A questions or whatever and um there were so many kids like I think maybe over half it was probably a good 75% of kids that were like my parents are forcing me to go to college I have no choice and I don't want to go and so many kids don't want to go and I was like that's just insane because like if my parents didn't support me I know for sure like they're my parents like it would have put something in my mind that is like oh I feel guilty for not going to college let me apply you know Mm -hmm. so that would have completely changed the game and it just sucks that like a lot of kids like they I mean like what we're still teens like we still depend on our parents you know so what am I gonna say that's Mm -hmm. so important that you have supportive parents in your Mm -hmm. life also what steps did you take in high school to kind of get you mentally prepared to take this next step and realize that you will be successful because I feel like there's a difference between going to high school doing absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. and then when it comes time to graduation you're like I'm still not gonna do anything versus you I feel like we're very proactive in high school to get you to a place where you feel like you could Mm -hmm. be successful so I feel like my work ethic just with every small thing that came my way whether if it was an assignment whether if it was just something I always put my 100% into everything and my parents stopped my parents my mom mostly my dad was never home for that because he was always um at work but my mom um helped us with homework till first grade and then after that we were on our own so like we did second grade vocab by ourselves like my sister and I just did everything by ourselves and I think like that's where it kind of came from and like even in middle school my parents didn't help with any of my work so like I was just always on my own kind of forced to just grow up on my own um I used to dance at um a studio like in Charlotte and um I would dance there for maybe 20 hours a week so it was a lot of time 
Um, and I also did shows at my school on top of that. And I also had other morning things. And I had other events and I had so many other things. And on top of that, I started a YouTube channel in middle school. So like I had so many things on my plate. And I think just like working up time management and just like doing all these things for myself. And then on top of that, graduating early with a high GPA. I think like just being efficient with what you're doing is the one thing that helped me get through that. Like a planner, like just like putting that intrinsic motivation in myself to kind of be great, you know, yeah. like great in my own sense. So yeah. You also started dance classes, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have, so how did those dance classes start? Like what made you want to start those? I think when I went to Singapore, because I went to Singapore last summer and um, I took some dance classes at um, their new studios, Millennium um, Dance Company in Singapore. And um, if you guys know like Millennium, it's like the really big studio that they have in Los Angeles. And they also have like um, locations in other big countries and um, big cities here in the United States also. Um, but yeah, so I danced at Millennium Singapore and um, Madison Cubbage and Taylor Knight, they came and like I took dance classes from them. And I, I've always wanted to teach dance classes actually because so many kids were just kind of like there's not really there's not really a broad spectrum of dance classes offered here in charlotte and like the knit is really small unless you just grow up in the studio and like grow up in a competitive studio or something and that's not what all kids are looking for you know a lot of kids are just looking for dropping classes that they can come to week by week like a couple hours here just like get fit you know like that mm -hmm. kind of thing and i knew that it was something that i could offer that no one else had so um i kind of had to just go ahead and ask and just like bite the bullet and ask because if i never asked i would have never started it, you know what I'm saying yeah. and that was a big just step in doing that so all I had to ask was the studio owner hey I want to pitch this idea tell me what you think and the worst she could have said was no you know and she didn't so um she saw a lot of faith in what I had to offer and um yeah, so she just kind of let me. She was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. She was like, let's go ahead and start. Book these dates, blah, 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 blah. Book the studio, your studio rental, do this, do that. I had to, like, worry about waivers. I set up, like, my own website for people to sign up. So, like, it was like a sign-up so genius. So, yeah, it was my thing. completely own thing. So, I was just kind of like, let's do this for fun. And it turned into something so successful. And, like, I'm just so grateful for it. Because, like, I love teaching and it's just so fun. So, yeah. I think that's so cool because like I said, you should be proactive in high school. Just because mm -hmm. you're in high school doesn't mean that you're too young to start To start something. anything, yeah. There's so yeah. many kids who just start companies at, like, your teenage age, and, like, I'm also looking to, like, do that soon. I'm not going to rush it, obviously, but, like, um, just, yeah, I've always had that entrepreneurial type mindset, you know, so I always want to, like, be my own boss and, like, do this and that. But, yeah, so, like, that was, like, one step to doing something super, like, just fun and cool and, like, yeah, just make a little, like, side cash on it. What do the next five years look like for you? Or Ooh. I know you don't know for <laughs> Yeah, sure, but if you could map out your yeah. life, because I hate this question. So well, yeah, I don't know that's, why I'm that's a broad you. question. But just in general, mm -hmm. if you could choose your five years, what would mm -hmm. what do you hope for? Um, I see a lot of traveling. I, I I just appreciate just the art of traveling so much, just because you just get such a different perspective. No matter where you go, you can learn something new, and like sometimes the routine of just like everyday life kind of just sinks in, and you just you can get down so easily, you know, and just put yourself in such a rut. But once you travel, it's like you see everything for what it is, you know. So I want to travel so much, whether if that's for acting or dancing or singing or whatever I'm doing, if I'm on tour for a musical or something, you know, like, so I just kind of see myself doing absolutely everything, just pursuing my art, you know, yeah. so whether if that is on Broadway or whether if that is touring in a dance company or whether if that's doing something, I just know I'm going to be performing for sure. I don't know where or yeah, I don't know where, but it's just going to be somewhere, you know, so yeah, yeah. that's mm -hmm. awesome. And now I have a few random questions Ooh, to kind of compare high school from when I was in high school to high school okay. now. So this doesn't have to do necessarily with dance or art school, mm -hmm. but I'm just so curious Ooh. on how high school is. So we're going to talk about jewel usage. <laughs> Yay! 
I want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. <laughs> How bad is it? Does everyone jewel? I feel like I'm literally a 55 year old woman. That's asking so funny. You, um, but I'm so curious. Let me see. I just okay. I okay at this point I didn't know that it was like really a trend until it really did start becoming a trend like there was always a few people here and there doing it but like now you just see everyone just like swiping it from their pocket and it's like let's go and I'm like wait what like you know I just um there's no benefits to it at all like not any kind of benefit whatsoever and like I I think it looks kind of dumb. Like, I've always, I've, I've always thought that, you know? And so, like, I just don't think that it looks the best. And I'm like, it's just as bad for you as cigarettes, you know? Like, no matter if it's, like, e-cigarette, like, whatever. So, yeah, the jewel usage is, it's pretty bad, but not at my school. It wasn't okay. bad. At, it wasn't as bad at my school. There, are, I know that there are way other schools that do way worse and just that. So, like, yeah, that's kind of... If it. you're listening and you have a jewel... Yes. And it's not because you had a cigarette addiction and now you're mm-hmm. trying to quit because that's understandable, mm-hmm. but please stop. You're literally yeah, giving yeah. yourself a nicotine addiction yeah. for the sake of looking cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't agree with that. I just don't think that... Like, there was no benefits whatsoever like yeah. to it, but yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> social media. So how has social media change i guess you don't know how much it's changed but Mm -hmm. what is the impact of social media at your school today like everyone is probably Mm -hmm. on it but i don't know how would you say it intertwines in high school um social media is almost like a second home for everybody and like i say that in a negative and positive light just because in a positive way yeah you keep up with your friends that was like the ultimate like goal of social media when it first came out anyway so like i understand that but in a negative way it becomes just extremely toxic and sometimes I can't even handle it and like I literally have a timer set every single day for myself so I just don't spend that much time scrolling um I even have like two separate Instagrams just because I keep all the people that like I'm inspired by and like whatever on one Instagram and like all these like larger people that I look up to on one Instagram and I keep the following really small because I just like to make sure that like these are all the people that I see on one Instagram and then on my other Instagram I have all my friends family what you know what whatever like people I just meet so that is just like separated so I don't have to go on that all the time and just like be absorbed into that world because finstas are a thing finstas you know what those are Natalie yeah (laughs) Yeah, so like yeah so finstas people just like to pour their hearts souls and emotions on to finstas i don't agree with it same thing on snapchat like private stories like they just like to pour all these emotions into something that you could easily just put in a journal and just shut up (laughs) you know like it's literally so bad but yeah they're always ranting about something new and like it's different if you're just like being a joke and like having fun because that's the point of social media like you're supposed to have fun but when it turns into this like toxic thing and like say you're in a relationship with someone and then like someone posts something like it's just a lot and like i just it's it's a lot and if you don't know how to monitor your time with it and if you don't know how to limit yourself towards it it can become a very toxic environment but like for me personally i know how to use social media to my benefit even though i do social media like for fun and like i do it like as a job you know so it's like it it kind of sucks to see so many like school people just kind of being absorbed into it and like leading them to anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and like all this stuff because like that's not what the intention was for you know totally yeah. i love what you said <laughs> write it down in it's a journal. funny because like i do that like i mean like you don't need to like these things like even if you delete them like they're still out there somewhere you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, instagram corporates will have them you know what i'm <laughs> saying so it's like people will always have these things and it's like if you just keep posting these like things that just you won't even care about in a week like why why do you need to post it and then like 
expose yourself and then expose other people and then like make other people feel bad it's just it's unnecessary but yeah, yeah. i think it's so sad how it does bring a lot of anxiety and depression yeah. and obviously not just to high schoolers it happens mm-hmm. across the board like mm-hmm. even people in their 20s and 30s it right. can happen but i think it's so smart that you have a timer and yeah. it's different because growing up i didn't get an instagram i think until like sophomore year mm-hmm. of high school i actually just looked at my profile i got it july 4th of 2000, 2011 mm-hmm. so i was going into my sophomore year and back then like i thought instagram was a photo editing app i didn't mm-hmm. even realize like i didn't even know really what social media was and that was already halfway through high school mm-hmm. you know so i i didn't have it for that long yeah and I think when Snapchat came out, like, my junior year, mm-hmm. everyone had, like, Snapchat best friends, and yeah. that caused drama, yeah. but I just can't imagine it to the effect that it is now, because I feel like, at least for me in high school, everyone knew everyone's business, mm-hmm. everyone, Same thing. Yeah. I mean, people, I, I wouldn't say I was bullied at all, but I feel like bullying is so prevalent mm-hmm. in, like, middle school and high school, and now that you're adding the internet to it, mm-hmm. when you can send uh, pictures to people or send mm-hmm. like a oh I think this person's picture is ugly I'm gonna send it to all my friends or whatever I feel like it's so much more common and it can produce so much more like anxiety and depression it, yeah it definitely does and like it just doesn't stop like even when people are at concerts like I just want to take my time to like listen to the music and have fun but if you're just recording the entire thing to watch later there's just no point you and know no and so many people later. do that yeah exactly and like you have this long like snapchat story for like what you know but also, yeah. it's different because when you are in high school, you're really young. You're mm-hmm. 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah. 18, however old you are. Mm-hmm. Those are such crucial years. I mean, yeah. I always I always talk about this in my videos. Mm-hmm. I was so insecure back then. Mm-hmm. I was so... I didn't know who I was. I, I let everyone's opinions affect me. Mm-hmm. I let everyone's thoughts about me dictate on who I was. And in high school, that's so hard. And I just had people that I knew in real life, let alone now in social media. You have people from everywhere that you can mm-hmm. keep up with yep telling you who you, who are. you are yeah and you don't even know who you are yeah. especially in that time in high school so it's like yeah it can become really toxic if you don't know how to handle it you know so i always just recommend taking a social media detox unfollowing muting whoever you need to mute like just doing it for yourself because i mean at the end of the day it's social media if you want to unfollow me unfollow me like it's not mm-hmm. gonna hurt my feelings you know what i'm saying so like do what you need like that's best for you but like take social media with a grain of salt it is not reality at all it's not you know like there's a whole world out there that actually exists you know and it's like people forget that because they spend all their time on there so yeah and what is a piece of advice that you would tell someone going into high school today Ooh, let me see um stay focused on your goal and don't be disillusioned by other people's opinions yeah, yeah that's I think so that true. that's a good one because, yeah, I mean, you just don't know who you are. And I think if I would have listened to so many people telling me, oh, no, you don't, you need to go to college for sure. Or like, you need to do this or you need to be this kind of person or like, you're not allowed to do this. Like, if I just listened to everyone's stuff, I wouldn't be the person that I am today, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't know if that's just because I grew up a little fast and like I matured a little fast and I always listened to like older YouTubers talk and you know, like maybe it's because I just always had my own like mental state and like mindset. So I never let people's stuff bother me, but like it can always get to you no matter how big, strong and bad you are, you know, totally. like it'll, it'll always hurt sometimes, you know? So like you just got to pick and choose what to be heard about and like choose to be heard about it for five minutes and then get over it because it's not, it's not going to matter, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my biggest advice. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on this podcast because I loved having you. I feel like you're 
such a good voice for young people Thank because you. you are young but you're doing so much and you're just your head is on straight you have an amazing work ethic and I feel like you're just set up for success just by that so Yay. I'm so happy Thank to you have so you on this much. podcast I know my audience is mainly like 18 to mm-hmm. 25 but I feel like you can learn so much from you and also if anyone else is younger listening to this I want you to know that you don't have to let high school be mm-hmm. just like you were saying like stick to your goals you don't right. have to let all your goals pass because you're young so you'll focus on it later like no mm-hmm. you can be proactive you can do it now doing yeah. it now and it doesn't matter how old you are so i love that thank you so much for coming on the podcast and where can they find you plug all your stuff oh fun okay so my instagram is at jada jones with three s's that's j-a-d-a-j-o-n-e-s-s-s and i also have a youtube channel and you guys can just search up jada jones and you should find me there and that should be it awesome well thank you so much and i'm also going to be on her podcast she also has a podcast so i'm going to link everything in the show notes so that you guys can listen to our episode but thank you jada for coming on. thank you for having me thank you so much for listening to today's episode i really hope that you guys enjoyed and again be sure to follow jada on everything because she is so cool and she is going to go far places someday big places someday what's the saying she's going to make it far yeah, she's going to be super successful one day, so be sure to follow her now, and again, be sure to join the private Facebook page, like I said, follow the Instagram page, follow me on Instagram, follow Jada, all that good stuff, but thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you guys next week with another episode of The Real Real Podcast. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood. Hey, my name is Lovon Rumpf and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here. And vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.